is our responsibility in terms of God's kingdom being experienced on earth? What role do we play? How do we respond to the Holy Spirit? How can we experience a deeper level of the power of God in our lives? Hello and welcome to Kingdom Come with Spirit of Truth Fellowship. The lesson for the day with Pastor Rupp is, What is God's rest and how do we find it? In today's installment, Pastor Rupp addresses questions like these. Now let's join Pastor Rupp to hear what he has to say. Jesus instructs us to bear fruit, and then he explains how we will be able to bear that fruit. In order to bear kingdom fruit, we must remain in him. But what does that mean? The first thing we must realize is that gifts are different than fruit. Gifts are given, but fruit is grown. Fruit is given as a seed. The measure or seed of faith is given to every Christian. All the fruits of the Holy Spirit are impregnated into the Spirit-born Christian. It is our responsibility to water that seed with prayer, to cultivate it with obedience, and to activate and exercise that fruit until it becomes a fully ripened, fruitful character of Christ in our lives. Consider King Saul. He was anointed with the Holy Spirit as he began his tenure of the first king of Israel. But King Saul caused God to cancel his prophetic destiny. There will be many heads of ministries who will stay active in their ministry, but have become old order. The glory has departed like Saul. They will also be like the children of Israel who refuse to move out of their comfort zone, make the transition and take the challenge to become warriors and drive out the tribes who were squatters on their promised land. God canceled their personal prophecy and destiny of possessing and living in Canaan because of their unbelief and their hardened hearts. And consider Samson. Like the church, Samson started victoriously, but he began to flirt with the world until she took away his anointing, which is what happened to the church in the Middle Ages. He, Samson, then spent a long period of time going in a circle. His restoration began and continued until his hair was fully restored, and then he killed more of his enemies in his last supernatural move than he had throughout his entire lifetime. All things are possible, but only with God. The Bible teaches us in Romans chapter 11, verse 29, that God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. But it also warns us against hardening our hearts towards God in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 15. The secret, ironically, to cultivating the gifts and fruits of the Holy Spirit is this. We must trust the love of God and not try to initiate or produce it ourselves. Like the moon, we are designed to be reflectors. The moon has no light of its own. We have no light of our own. The moon is, when we see the moon, when we see it lit up at night, it's simply reflecting the light from the sun. 
In the same way, we reflect the love from the Son of God. Apart from Him, Jesus, we can love no one. As Jesus teaches us in John chapter 15, verse 5, saying, No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. If you have ever heard God speak to your heart about an issue, but keep thinking you'll deal with it later, you could be hardening your heart toward the Lord. If you are delaying to submit to His will, you are risking being able to obey Him in the future concerning the matter. We must not test the Lord in such ways. Scripture describes how the Israelites, through their disobedience in the wilderness, tested and tried God for 40 years. It explains how the errors in their hearts caused them to go astray and become hardened towards Him. Doing so cost them missing out on enjoying the good things God had prepared and planned for them. Because they hardened their hearts and they would not believe and trust in God, only Caleb and Joshua believed and trusted in the power of God, the power of His Holy Spirit. Because the rest of that generation hardened their hearts towards God in unbelief, none of them were allowed to go in and experience the, the, the promise that He had made to their forefather, Abraham, all those years before. It was only Joshua and Caleb out of that generation that were allowed to actually realize and see the promised land because they alone, out of that entire generation, had faith, believed, and trusted in God. Maybe you thought you could try various things labeled off-limits because you could stop anytime you want. It's what the enemy of your soul wants you to believe that you are strong enough to play around with disobedience and be able to give it up anytime you feel like it. But the truth is, sinful deeds have a way of ensnaring individuals, and the cords of their sins hold them fast. Proverbs chapter 5, verse 22 says, The evil deeds of a man ensnare him. The cords of his sin hold him fast. In Psalm 40, verse 12, David describes how easily this scenario can happen to an individual. David says, my sins have overtaken me and I cannot see. Anyone who has battled uh, a besetting sin or any kind of addiction, whether it be alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, pornography, chocolate, whatever, whatever, Whatever the, the obstacle is, if we ever try to convince ourselves that we can stop of our own power sometime in the future, we might find ourselves in a situation where we are completely unable and we are even blind to what we are doing and the effects, blind to the effects that living in that sin, that habitual sin is having. In our spiritual lives, our spiritual eyes can become blind. Take this opportunity, this very minute, to make things right with God. Don't risk losing this moment 
when your, your heart may be softened to obey him. Don't take for granted you'll have another time to do so. Remember Jesus, our Lord, who sends us the Holy Spirit, who is our power, who is our might, who is our life. He himself said, apart from him, we can do nothing. We must remain in him. If we are to bear kingdom fruit, we must remain in Jesus. Thank you, Pastor Up, for that enlightening message. Entering God's rest is in some ways counterintuitive. Jesus commands us to be obedient, but at the same time explains that we cannot be obedient without his spirit within us. Anything we try to do for the Lord without him supplying the ability will end futilely. Faith is not as easy as it might seem, because even faith is a gift from God. The bottom line is this, saying that we trust in the Lord and actively putting our trust in the Lord is not always the same thing. We hope that you have enjoyed today's lesson. Thank you for listening, and may you encounter God today. Mm -hmm.